Hello everyone, this is Courtney, back with Courtney's Thoughts. I had to look up the SAG after um, rules again to um, to see what is allowed and what not. So wait, let me look it up again. Um... Because there was an issue this week when it comes to daytime television. And Drew Barrymore, who is a sag after um, union actor working for daytime. And um, usually when it comes to TV, the new season, the majority of shows, daytime and night, premieres in the month of September. And some of the shows will premiere in October as well. And daytime television is, like, crucial, right? Like, you would need content for for daytime. And when the WGA in particular, when they started their strike, um, a lot of shows, late-night shows, all the late-night hosts, Seth Meyers, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, John Oliver, and Stephen Colbert, all of them went on hiatus. The majority of their content is based on the writers that they have. And because of the uh, WGA strike going on, they cannot produce their shows. And the networks, um, I know the networks want them to produce the shows, but they're, hold, they're um, striking in solidarity with their, for their writers. And, and also, they are also sag after actors as well. Um... And so, SAG-AFTRA, I think after a month, I could believe, either three weeks or, or to a month, they went on strike as well. And that cost a lot of money, of course, because of the fact of they're trying to strike deals with the networks as well as, uh, not, yeah, not just the networks, the studios as well, in order for, to get proper uh, health insurance and pay when it comes to working on these shows, um, especially for the background actors as well as any other um, extras, we now they call them background actors, and any other, and I'll say extras, of course, any other extras that come in that, that do like one scene or one or two lines for a scene and stuff like that. And these people, they're not even like A-list, B-list, or even C-list actors. Like the ones you always see in so on social media you know all these personalities all these uh reality stars as well so all these people that are getting paid to do these you know background fillers and all that stuff they don't have proper pay when it comes to working for these studios and working for these agencies and so they are they're they are striking and i had to look up to see what is uh, allowed and what is not allowed and so I'm gonna have to look it up again so disallowed work so this is disallowed meaning that SAG-AFTRA has published guidelines pertaining to prohibited conduct by its members including publicity activity and negotiation of future deals meaning they cannot promote any type of work that they have uh, have contracted to do with these film studios and networks 
anything that has to do with branding. That's why they that's why you see these actors and personalities on social media promoting. They're legit um super influencers basically. Like that's what they are. You know what I mean when it comes to promoting. A part of their contracts when they when they get on to uh when they get on roles and stuff like that, what they have to do is that they have to promote. They have to promote while they're doing the junkets. They have to do even after the fact, right? So say, for instance, like with Barbie. Barbie came out in late July, and it's still September, and actresses like Margot Robbie are still promoting the movie because it's part of the contract. And so even though Barbie is no longer in theaters as of now, I think, depending on what region you live in the States in particular, um, national, internationally, it's still being promoted. Like places like Australia, New Zealand, they come out last in terms of region, what comes out first and what comes out last. Sometimes the way how they prom- these people promote their movies, sometimes they'll go to places like South America, um, yeah, places like South America, Western Europe, and New York and L.A. They start there first when it comes to promoting their films, right? Then they'll go to the rest of the, rest of the United States, which is probably like, a, eh, I'll say, a month or three weeks later, depending on, the sh- depending on what uh, movie it is. They'll come in and they'll promote that later. Um, and then they'll go to Asia, like Korea, Japan, and China. And then they'll go to other areas, depending on where they are allowed to promote their movies, like the Middle East, Africa, and the rest of um, the rest of the world that, again, that are allowed to have these movies be promoted in their respective countries. And so these actors, I mean, that's what they do, right? So, for instance, now, like I said, uh, Margot Robbie, I don't think she's doing it anymore, but she has to, based on contact, based on contract, that, um, she's going to, like, places like Australia and New Zealand to promote the movie. And the movie, as of now, um, is, is going to start streaming in, like, two weeks. So, that's why they still have to promote the movie after being um after promoting it for like two months or three months before uh the premiere date that it that barbie uh was intended to uh um to debut which was in july so that's what they do you know and so sag after what they do is that um so this is what disallowed that you can't do in the strikes so specifically all cover services and performing work under TV theatrical contracts with any company that is part of the AMPTP known as a struck company must be withheld including but not limited to. So actors or anyone that is part of the union they're not allowed to do principal on camera work such as acting, singing, dancing, performing stunts, piloting, uh, piloting on-camera aircraft, puppeteering, performance capture, or motion capture work. So performance capture and motion capture work includes CGI stuff, includes game, I don't even think video games, 
people who are acting in video games, they cannot even work for video games. Like, they cannot do that either. So they're not allowed. As of, as of now, they're, it's been, what, two months now? Two and a half months now? They are not allowed to do that. They're also not allowed to do principal off-camera work, such as ADR looping, which is when they redo the voice, their voice uh, acting, like how you see American version of Power Rangers, where you hear them inside the help. The, the attention for like for Power Rangers, the actors, when they're talking and while they're having their helmets on, that's the voicing that you're hearing. And that's the ADR looping. And they're not allowed to do that while doing the strike. TV trailers, promos, they're not allowed to promote that on their social media as well. They're not allowed to promote any of that, even if it's out now. Like, say, for instance, if, if I'm an actor... And I got a show that's coming out next week. I'm not allowed to promote that. Um, so TV trailer promos and theatrical trailers, um, like movies and stuff like that. Voice acting, no voice acting whatsoever, which is crazy. So anything that is like anime, uh, animation um, movies, whether it's 2D, 2D or 3D, anything that has to do with TV work. Uh, narration, narration, voiceover, uh, hosting, branding, all that. They cannot do that. Singing, which is crazy to me because I'm thinking with singing is based off also for Broadway because of musicals and Broadway are, you know, Broadway people are considered to be actors. And so SAG-AFTRA, um, if you're part of that, you can't do that. So you can't do Broadway work. I don't even think Broadway is on, even in uh, off-Broadway, which is, you know, particularly dialogue, uh, more of a talk Broadway, or small musicals. You can't do that either. Stunt coordinating, you can't, and related services that that pertains to stunt coordinating. Again, I said narration, and here it is on the list. Narration including audio descriptive services, except as the services may be covered by another collective bargaining agreement. So say, for instance, if it was based off a charity, probably you you can probably do that work, maybe. And that's a risk. That's like a 50-50 risk or not. You can't do background work. You can't do stand-in work, which is basically fillers, as well as body doubles for photos and, and film, excuse me. Fittings, wardrobe tests and makeup tests, uh, rehearsals and camera te- uh, camera tests. You can't do scanning. You can't do interviews and auditions, including via self tape. So I can't even do reels. I can't even do monologues because of the fact that it's promo- It's being viewed as promoted as self work. So I can't even do that if I was under the union rule. Promotion of publicity services for work under the TV theatrical contracts, such as tours, personal appearances. So I feel like there's some uh, waivers um, when it comes to some of these shows and movies. So there were certain movies that were obligated during the time before the strike 
before the SAG after um, strike occurred. So three three particular movies that were big that were promoted during the time during the summer was Barbie, Oppenheimer, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, animation movie. And those three particular movies that I I didn't watch those movies, but those actors that were promoting those movies, they they were doing it while um, the uh, no, not while this is their interviews for um, excuse me, their interviews in particular came out maybe two weeks two weeks before the union strike went off. And so people have seen the the union, not the the union, excuse me, the interviews that happened while the strike went on. But some of these people they promote their mo- movies and stuff like that two weeks prior. So any interviews that you have seen via BuzzFeed that's on internet or YouTube or anything like that, um, they were promoted. I mean, they were filmed before the union, but they ha- had to promote it. Because of the fact that their movies was coming out. And so, uh, yeah, so, stuff like that, like, like, you know, like, that's how they came out and whatnot. So they can't do junkets, they can't do fan expos, festivals, conventions, interviews, they can't do panels, they can't do anything, right? They can't do premiere screening, screenings, award shows, junkets, podcast appearances, which is crazy, social media, and studio showcases. So, say for instance, there are certain, there's, there are certain shows that are out now and podcast related, um, which is like, say for instance, for Joe Rogan. If Joe Rogan was to uh, interview any of the A-list celebrities right now, they, they're not allowed to do it. So they can't do it. But you know what's crazy um, is that, okay, so say, for instance, the podcasting, which is huge right now because of the strike. So it spiked. Um, the late night show's um, host, uh, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, John Oliver, and Stephen Colbert, they started to do, excuse me, they came together and... And they are starting a podcast show to promote, um, no, 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 excuse me, for charity work for the uh, WGA writers and for the SAG-AFTRA actors. So they're doing it for charity work, and they're doing it. And I think that's the loophole for majority of these people that are part of the union. You can easily create a podcast show and talk, and you don't have to be, uh, you don't have to be, um, uh, fined or violate, uh, or violate the rules. You don't have to do that. Now, this is what also they did. They said negotiating or entering into or consenting to an agreement to perform cover services in the future. Any new agreement related to merchandising, connected to a covered project, the creation and use of digital replicas, including through the reuse of prior work, performing on a trailer for a struck production or other 
ancillary content connected to a struck production. Okay. And Okay. And here's here's okay, so here are sorry. I'm sorry I'm stepping like all of a sudden like allergies are struck in because seas the seasons are changing. So this is what the exception to striking, right? It says work for SAG after members is permitted in the following circumstances. Independent productions. Now the majority of the independent movies that are going to come out, they're not under the big, uh, big net, uh, big studios. A24, I think, I think A24, which is the newest, uh, studio that has spiked popularity, I think it's an independent, independent production, but I'm thinking based on the amount of popularity and wins that they have. I don't know. I'm thinking that's a theory. But I don't know if A24 is is now independent or not. Even though you have, you have studios like Disney, Fox, what other? There's a lot of streaming services that are part of it as well. Um... Um, dang it! What is Brad Pitt's and Jennifer Aniston's? I think it's Greenlight or something like that. I could be, I could be, uh, I could be uh, wrong. Sorry about that. Um, Overbrook, which is Will Smith and Jada Smith's uh, company, like certain companies like that, like they can't, they can't. Uh, I think they can't promote. But independent productions that are not, that are not part of the big stuff like Disney or whatnot, they are allowed. And they're saying it's on a case-by-case basis. Exceptions may be made for independent productions that agree to the terms with SAG-AFTRA on an interim, interim basis. Any such productions must be truly independent without any producers or distributors attached during the productions who are members of the AMPTP. Okay. That's fine, but there's a lot of private, um, there's a lot of private negotiating, in my opinion, so I feel like even if people are, who are, who are part of the AMPTP stuff, there's probably some, like, individual shit that you probably would not know that are probably going on that, for them to make their work, I'm just thinking, and it's saying while um and it's also saying while sag afters interim interim agreements with such productions do not need to be based on terms of their previous cba it can include wage increases and other terms that have been included in their proposals throughout negotiations with the amptp Independent productions must agree to be uh, to be bound um, uh, retroactively to whatever contract terms eventually are achieved with the AMPTP when the strike is settled. Wow! So even like 
Wow, so like all the in-betweens are, that's such a risk. And also, this is the number two part of the uh, the exceptions. It says, work by unaffected SAC after contracts. Meaning, work is permitted if covered by the terms of other SAC after agreements, including, but not limited to, network television, network television code, which covers news broadcasts, talk shows, morning shows, and soap operas. Okay, so... And variety programming, including reality shows and game shows, because they don't see them as actors. Sports programs, which you see on ESPN, uh, NBC, Fox, CBS. Uh, Union on camera uh, commercials. Such commercials cannot be promoted in nature for programs subject to a sack after agreement. Union voiceover off-camera commercials. Union industrials. Union corporate education. Union audiobooks. And union approved student films. Okay, so the network television code, which it says news broadcasts, talk shows, and morning shows. Drew Barrymore, which I said before, um, excuse me, she is a SAG after union actor. Okay, so she is part of the union. She has been, she has had. Her daytime talk show, I could be wrong, for about four years now. If not four years, maybe five. If not that, at least between three to five years. Okay? She has had this daytime talk show for, I'll say, at least three. Three to four years. Okay? And for some reason, she has been picked as the person to go after because of the fact that her daytime talk show has been um, in the green to continue production, okay? Now, there's other talk shows like The View, Hello, where Whoopi Goldberg, who was also a SAG after union actor, she is on The View talking. So during the strike, The View addressed their their position saying that we 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 are in solidarity with the actor with the actors and the writers but because of the fact that they are a political daytime talk show they are allowed to be in production okay now the view used to be now listen the view is a daytime talk show and it's been like number 1 for the last uh, been on for like what 25 years now um yeah for about 25 years now they've been on but they are more known now for their political political side of the show the view used to be it used to be an ind- not independent excuse me They are under ABC Disney, okay? This show used to be an entertainment show, okay? So you will see five women talking about the news. It doesn't matter what type of news it is. Usually it used to be pop culture as well as society news, okay? And they used to do that. And I think after 9-11 in particular, things became more serious with The View. And they 
have begun, they continue to push the political route because of the fact that it gave it gave them more views and more um, traction when it comes to the news. And so when you think about the view now, you think about the politics. You don't think about actors that are coming on the show to promote their stuff. You're not thinking about any performance that comes through, whether it's drag queens or Broadway or any musical acts. Usually a musical act will come and they will perform towards the the last 10 minutes of the show. Usually they do that. And usually they will have segments where they have cooking or some type of uh, trinkets, gadgets, toys, and stuff like that. They usually do that. They used to do that. And sometimes they, sometimes they do it, especially when it comes to food. They'll have that segment in their shows. But because of the politics, especially since Bush, between Bush and, and current Biden administration, the view has been on politics ever since. And so they don't look at it as an entertainment show anymore in terms of, like, having fun. That's why CBS had the talk. CBS, their talk show, which is called The Talk, was kind of like the other 180 of The View. The View was so serious that The Talk wasn't. And The Talk initially was about five uh, personalities, celebrities and all that, hosts, they will talk about them being moms and what moms did this and what moms did that. And they will talk about society stuff as well. And they used to have fun with it. Entertainment as well. Celebrities too, right? And they will have celebrity interviews. And they would still they would they would do they wouldn't do politics. That's what that was. It was basically another the view show. And they would not do politics. But then I think what happened was that it got serious a little bit, especially with the Me Too movement that came out. Like, everything, like, even wokeism or whatever, for any situation. It started to come out, and it got a little serious, and, um, you know, and they still, they still are, the thing about the talk is that they're very wholesome, too, but still, you got people who are part of the SAG after union that were on that show, okay? But now they're coming back because of the fact that they got the green light to continue their production. But again, Drew Barrymore, who is practically A-list, B-list now, but she's popular still, okay? Because she's part of the Producers Guild and the Writers Guild, I think. I think she's part of the Writers Guild. But she's part of the fucking thing. And because of the fact that they're harping on her because she's a big personality and big name they're saying that she's not allowed so you got picketers outside of her her show studio she got dropped because she was the host of a national book awards that was coming up she got dropped as host because of the fact that her show is is continuing production it's crazy that she she gets called out. Yet you got The View, 
who is using the political route as a scapegoat for them to continue production. And you got sat after union workers hosting that show. Yet, because of the fact that it's a news show, quote-unquote, they can continue on with production. It's weird how you call one and not the other. Um, it sucks. And Drew Barrymore, Drew, Drew, Barry, Drew Barrymore, she's a cool-ass chick. Like, she, she cares about the, these groups because she's a part of them. And I understand. It's one of those words like, how can you be my ally right now and you're making money and I'm not? In a sense of that, right? And that's what's going on. She's still making money off of the show even though her show is an exception for her to continue. It's part of the fucking rules. This this is This is exempt, basically. Like, hello, there's exceptions and her show is part of that. But they look at it because of the fact that she's a fucking union worker. And that's why she's getting the negativity uh, um, comments and stuff like that. That's crazy to me. Crazy. And so people are like, she should have just did a, 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 a podcast. So that way she wouldn't get in trouble. She should have just done that. Because a lot of actors now... Or any personalities, they're going to do that. It's crazy to me. Um, with the exception, they are having, um, because of the fact that they don't look at reality TV as part of their process of how they do work, you see a lot of personalities, including D-list celebrities that are on these shows making money or trying to get money or just getting paid, basically. And... Bethany Frankel, um, who is known for being a Real Housewife of New York, that franchise, and many shows that she had, um, she thinks that every reality TV show, doesn't matter what network, should also strike because of how they work and how they're getting paid and how they're not getting recognized for their work there are a lot of celebrities and i'll say this including on the network bravo that are very popular and they get traction on news okay and most of these people who get traction for news are bethany frankel nene leaks kenya moore um kyle richards Erica Jane, especially what's going on for the last two, two, three years, based on uh, what's going on with her. Um, who else? Jen Shaw, she's on, she's in prison right now. Teresa Judice, um, who else is getting more traction now from Bravo? Um, well, obviously, Tom Sandoval from Vanderpump Rules because of his scandal with, with, with Raquel and Ariana. Um, uh, and I think that's it. And anybody who's from Summer House, I guess. Um, excuse me, sorry for the snuffles. Um, but yeah, like, Bethany Frankel wants people to, to strike with the other union workers. But 
these networks, these cable, the, the cable subsidiaries of the network, of the major networks, they don't care. Like, they're, they're, they're like, look, we can easily replace you. Like, reality shows can be easily replaced. Like, regardless of how big of a personality you are. Like, look at NeNe. Like, NeNe was, like, the biggest. If, it, if it's not Bethany Frankel, you was looking at NeNe Leaks. And NeNe Leaks, legit, was one of the high, highest paid Bravo celebrities from that network. She was getting a million fucking dollars, I think. I think she was getting a million dollars for one particular season. I think she was getting it for each episode because I think it was either season six, between season five, I think between season five to season seven, I think, she was getting money. She was like the highest paid personality on that network because she was also getting TV roles with Ryan Murphy when it was on Glee, The New Normal, which was a TV show that she had. She was on Broadway. She was getting all this stuff, right? And Bethany, who was also high paid, she had like two or three spinoffs from from the show she was on. She had a daytime talk show for one or two seasons, I think. Um, and she's known for the skinny girl margaritas or the skinny girl brand. And she's a big personality. You know, so if you if you wasn't seeing Bethany, you were seeing Nini. And so Bethany, who has made her money, earned her keeps, earned her flowers or whatever, wants to join the strike. Wants the reality stars to join the strike. Because reality TV, here's the thing. Reality TV, they don't pay much. They pay as if you're a background actor. And it depends on the show. So, like, for instance, on Real Housewives, they're not getting paid millions of dollars or even hundreds of thousands of dollars unless they've been on their show for years, okay? Most likely, if they were getting money, they're getting at least, depending on what it is, I'll, I'll guess between seventy-five to, like, 15000 That's if you're lucky. Um, I think it was Ramona... Singer or someone from the Real Housewives franchise, I think they were talking about New York, and they said their first season they only got like fifteen hundred dollars at, or between fifteen hundred to thirty five, I think, fifteen hundred between thirty five hundred for that whole season, and I think New Jersey was getting that too. But also, that was back then, so that was like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. When they were on that show. Okay. And now of course they. They were getting money. They were getting over a hundred thousand now. Some of these people. Most of these people are still getting like. Money from the tens. But some are getting. Some are actually getting. Hundreds of thousands if not millions. Okay. The Beverly Hills Housewives are definitely getting. Hundred thousands. Uh, of dollars, I think it's for maybe Crystal. I believe she could be in the tens because she's just new still. This is like her third season that's coming up, and I think Sutton too. But everybody else is getting more than that on that particular season. And I think the Potomac girls, I think they're getting there for the hundred thousand. Uh, Atlanta is definitely getting hundred thousand because they're not getting no ten thousands for that because that's a popular 
franchise. And I think Salt Lake City, because of the fact that they're in their third season, not not third, excuse me, fourth season, they are basically still getting ten, tens of thousands. They're not up there yet. So that's what they're doing. That's what they're getting. Dubai, I think. Dubai, I think they're getting just tens of thousands right now. I don't think they're getting hundreds of thousands. They're not doing that, even though they have money on their own, you know what I mean? Because it's Dubai. But, yeah, like, like, you know, most of these reality stars, they're not getting paid like that. They have to do a lot of work in order for them to continue to keep up the, keep up the, the lifestyle, so to speak. I mean, look at Kim Zosiak. Kim Zosiak was popular on Real Housewives of Atlanta. And she left, I think, either the third season or the fourth season in particular. And got a spinoff called uh, Tardy for the Party. But in my opinion, no one was watching that. And I wasn't watching that. And they continued to have her show on for a couple of more seasons. And then they stopped. And then she wasn't getting money anymore. She married a football player, had multiple kids, went on Dancing with the Stars, had health problems, and now they are, uh, um, have to pay back taxes, um, basically about to be bankrupt, and they're getting a divorce. That's what they're getting. Kim Zosiak, she overdid it by overspending and trying to keep up a lifestyle that she couldn't do it. She was basically over her, like, she was basically living beyond her means and that's what happened and reality stars you know again they have to do a lot of stuff they got to promote they're literally they're reality stars especially if you're big if you're getting popular depending on what show you're on like if you're getting popular you're basically a, you're basically an influencer like that's what you are basically and so you're you're um, promoting certain brands that are paying you to do it. You're going to clubs for appearances. You're doing all this stuff. Depending again, depending on the show, depending on uh, what audience, what traction, all that stuff. Like that's what they are. That's what these people are. And of course, Bethany wants to be serious with it. She wants these people to have serious uh, uh, health insurance. Um, serious pay, just like the background actors that don't get it. So that's what that's what they want. I do think overall, um, I do think what happens what's going on with Drew Barrymore. I think it sucks. For one, I understand because of the fact that she's a union worker, and she's supposed to be, you know, an ally. She's supposed to strike with them, right? But because of the fact that her show is part of the exception for her to continue to work, now it's one of those where it's like, you're going to get canceled because you're you're continuing to work? It's crazy. Um, who knows what she's going to do if they're going to continue to push it? Because obviously the network, whatever network that she's on that distributes her show, they want her to to they want her to host they want her to do her job and i think with drew barrymore drew barrymore is not one of those i think what she's gonna do and maybe this is my assumption 
I assume that she's gonna I assume that she's gonna do this. She's gonna be on the show, right? Talk about the union, talk about what's going on, and walk out. I mean, that would be great if her show came out, if the episode came out or did something and she says, Look, I am with you, I am for you, and I'm walking out. And I hope she does that. And if she does do that, I think she will do that. She probably won't even do that. She probably will send out a statement within the next two days. Maybe, you know, Thursday afternoon we'll probably hear something. Because it's just, it's, it's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. Like, Drew is not one of those, you know. She's not negative. She's always positive. And she's always real and transparent with her stuff. So, she she might walk out. She might say, I'm just going to stick with the hiatus and not do anything because I'm part of the union. She's probably going to do that. So, let's hope. But again, you can't get mad. Uh, I'm going to say this again. You can't get mad with one and not get mad at the other. The view is basically the except, uh, the view is basically the other that needs to be called out. I don't care if it's politics. There, you got fucking union working out. Union actors, working actors on that show, still having a job. So if you're going to call out Drew Barrymore, call that out. As well as the talk. You have, uh, um, dang it. I can't even, bleh. Rebecca Romaine's, uh, oh, Jerry O'Connor, okay, I can't believe I, his name didn't pop up in my head faster, but yeah, Jerry O'Connell, he's a union worker, I think Cheryl Underwood is a union worker too, even though she's a stand-up comedian, um, what's that girl name, I think her name is Alexandra or something like that, she's a union worker, Akbar, I don't think he's a union worker because he does host for like sports and stuff. And Natalie Morales, she's more political. She's more of a TV host and she's more of a journalist. Excuse me. Excuse me. So I think she's an exception, but I don't think Jerry's going to do it. And Jerry, now, if the talk, if the talk, if the talk goes through their production, right? And Jerry is sitting there, you got to call it out too. Like, you have to call that out. You can't just go on and be like, F Drew Barrymore and not call out the view and the talk. Like, call call spade a spade. Call everything, you know? They should just do podcasts because you can, you can still do podcasts. You just can't get on other people's shows to promote yourself because they, they think that's promoting yourself. So, yeah. Um, that sucks for Drew Barrymore. Um, I hope that, uh, I, I, I hope she, she say something. Hopefully she'll say something. And if she doesn't say anything now, she'll do it on her show and say whatever she can to be in support of these workers that are on strike. 